Welcome to the Not Old Yet podcast, where we explore the subject of aging from a fresh new perspective. Each week, you will learn how to look, feel, and be youthful, no matter your age or stage of life. Tune in each episode to hear words of wisdom, stories of hope, and keeping it real advice from your host, Elizabeth Vanderveer. We got a beautiful story. Everyone, it's Elizabeth Vanderveer, your host of the Not Old Yet podcast and videocast and blog, which can all be found on our website, notoldyetglobal.com. In this podcast, I talk about all things related to aging in America, pretty much because that's where we live, but also globally. As I've mentioned, virtually 20% of us in this country are over age 65. I'm not there yet. I'm 53 and a half. And yet I'm facing all the same issues of aging as we all do when we hit 50. We fall off of the face of the earth as far as the companies and marketers are concerned. And yet we're living longer and we need to be feeling our best, looking our best, and we need to stay active and in the game. That's one of my biggest topics that I'd like to tackle on the show is how are we aging and how do we look at ourselves and how do we talk about ourselves as we go through the decades beyond age 50. Yesterday I had an odd experience. I was shopping at Trader Joe's, which is one of my very few haunts here in LA. I have talked about this in my blog and other videos that I hate to shop. And so I tend to just make a beeline for what I want and get in and get out and don't spend much time thinking about what I'm shopping for. And it's just not a part of my life. But yesterday, I got a few things at Trader Joe's, including a bottle of wine, and I was carded. And while it may sound flattering at 53 and a half, it was not only a little shocking, but the guy that carded me at my neighborhood store that I've been going to for 10 months, was really stern. And so I produced my ID. I was like, here I am. Can I have that bottle of wine? (laughs) And he didn't really, he wasn't amused by my ID. He looked at me and he looked at the ID and clearly he didn't think I was 53 and he was questioning whether or not it was even me. Now, normally I'm flattered because it happens to me every few months and everything, but this was a different tone. And so it got me thinking and everybody behind me in line, I felt like was snickering at me, like, is he serious? But it got me thinking about what makes for a youthful look. And some of you know, some of you don't know, I used to be an anti-aging expert and board certified medical doctor specializing in aesthetics. And it was my job to help people look younger and consequently feel younger. And there really is a science to what makes someone youthful. And quite frankly, based on certain conventions, what makes someone attractive. And it's not that difficult. And it's actually quite simple to help people roll back the clock. 
I've obviously availed myself of numerous things over the years. That's part of the benefit of owning an anti-aging medical spa. But not everything is appropriate for me or for anyone, for that matter. And finding that formula, I think, is something that is best practice. And you need to find someone that you can trust because anti-aging and aesthetics is just filled with smoke and mirrors and lots of products that you may or may not want to have placed in your body or whatnot. I did consult Dr. Google and just Googled what's the key defining features of a youthful face. And the top three are right on for sure, but they're not the whole story. So the first thing that makes someone look youthful is a full face with natural volume. What I found when I was practicing medicine and people would come in to see me and seek my opinion, what we really ended up talking about is what they didn't want to look like. We all know the star du jour or someone that's taken it a little too far and has an unnatural appearance. So most of the time, people would come in saying to me what they didn't want, not what they wanted. One good way to know what you want is to go back in your own photo album and look at a time in your life that you liked your appearance and print that off and bring it with you to your appointment if you ever go to see an anti-aging physician. Because we want to know what you want to look like. You know, it's important that your provider really takes into account your own aesthetic because the things that make someone look youthful, according to Dr. Google, are a full face with youthful volume. So that means volume in the right places and not in the wrong places. Can you see my kindergarten fingers? These are my brand colors for one of my companies. And I painted my toes and my fingers these colors. And one lady told me once in Portland a few months ago when I was visiting, she said, you look like you're in kindergarten. And I was like, cool. I like that. I loved kindergarten. That was probably one of my happier times. Literally, you get to eat graham crackers, drink milk, take a nap, and play with scissors, chalk, and paints. Like, could it get any better? Anyways, that might have had something to do with why I was carded, maybe, because I look like I'm in kindergarten. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, back to the full youthful face. Volume in the right places. The next thing that Google said is high cheekbones. So as we age, we not only have a lot more fat in our face, but our bones are really prominent. And as we age, they actually get more prominent, but sometimes the volume sags. And so that causes some fat and some other problems here. But what it really often causes is a jawline where this has just, this fat pad has just gone down south. And one of the things that Google said as well, the third thing, so youthful volume everywhere, high cheekbones, and then a chiseled jawline so that there's not, you know, a lot of fat pockets or excess skin. So yes, that, those are all great. And those are wonderful ways to turn back the clock. There's amazing technologies available today to lift, tighten, fill. There's fillers that last a long time. There's, there's just so many great ways. But I would add a couple of other things. And that is a face without age spots. Now, I've been very lucky, if you want to call it lucky. I grew up for the first 52 years pretty much in cold, dark, wet climate. So 
other than vacations, didn't get a lot of sun. But I have had sun damage and I've taken it off over the years with various things like peels and IPL. But the other thing that I would add to looking youthful is two places that filler can make a huge difference. The first is around the mouth. So keeping your lips full and youthful, because that's another sign of youth, is full lips. And as we age, this tends to flatten and then our lips tend to flatten and turn into little pancakes. So you don't have to worry about looking like First Wives Club or one of those Hollywood stories where your lips are just huge. That's not the way it goes 99.9% of the time. And that's why it's so important to get with someone that you trust. And then there's another place that filler is really uh, valuable is under the eyes, which I have had for over a decade, um, maybe longer. And as we age, our mid-face collapses. And it causes there to be a shadowing and darker, deeper circles and hollows under the eyes. So that can be addressed really effectively with some skin tightening technologies and then the fillers. And then finally, the thing that I think kind of pulls it all together are the teeth. And I went and had my teeth done knowing that I was going to do this podcast, knowing that my teeth were one of my greatest strengths when I was younger. They were beautiful, big white teeth, but as I aged, they had changed, they had shifted, and they had darkened. And so I went to the best doctor that I could find in Beverly Hills, and he did a wonderful job. And I can tell you from all of my friends that I know here in Los Angeles, that teeth really pull the entire look together. It doesn't take a mortgage it's pretty spectacular what they can do now with teeth, and it's permanent. It's pretty crazy. So I thought I'd share with you a final thought on looking young and behaving young, and it has a lot to do with kind of how you carry yourself in the world. You don't have to have you know, a set look, but if you look at what's available by the demographic, and I'm going to give you some examples. So women's departments for the plus sizes are abominable. You don't want to shop there if you don't have to. In my opinion, there's just such a cacophony of patterns and textures that just are not flattering. But you got to bring in a little hipness. In my opinion, you got to stay current with music. You got to try some new things. One of the reasons why I love living in LA and truthfully moved here because I wanted new opportunities. And in doing so, what I love about LA is anything goes. So I came from a relatively small town, Portland, Oregon, and there people are very much divided into demographic. You know, you're a hipster, you're not, you're this, you're that. In LA, I find there's just a, a different mentality. And so I wear what I want. I don't even think about how it impacts someone's perception of me and my age group. For example, I wear UGG knockoffs pretty much 24-7 here. It pretty much takes an act of Congress to get me into high heels anymore. For certain meetings, I'll do it, of course, but that's it. Otherwise, take me, take my UGGs. They're not UGGs because they don't fit me. So I buy the $30 knockoffs and they fit great. Thank you, Amazon. And I do things here that I probably wouldn't do in Portland or a smaller town where you're more defined. So yesterday when I got carded 
at Trader Joe's. This is what I was wearing. I just thought I'd show you because I have fun here with my clothes, with my purchases. I should tell you, I shop at Ross pretty much exclusively. And then I go to a few boutiques for specialty items. But as far as what you can do at Ross, it's pretty unbelievable. Now I didn't have headphones on yesterday, obviously, but this is basically the look that I went to the store with. And when I was carded, like I said, maybe it was the nail polish, maybe not. I don't know. But I think that Part of staying young in spirit and in look is taking risks and not being afraid to get it wrong. You know, I've had my moments where I've, you know, said, maybe don't wear that again. But, you know, as long as it's tasteful and as long as you're happy, do it and have a little fun with your age. I am going to tell you, and I'll probably say this every single time we talk, Stop with the negative self-talk. It becomes your reality. So I literally was texting an associate this morning, a dear, dear man who is younger than me, who I'm in business with. And I asked him if he remembered an interaction that we had had when we first met. And his answer was, I have trouble with my memory. I'm getting old. And I didn't say anything because it's not my place necessarily, but I thought, okay, you're like 48 or something and you're telling yourself that you're old and that you have a memory problem. Now, let's just say that's true. He is aging. We all are. We're all on the death trail. I mean, one day, like Steve Jobs said, it's going to happen to you and pretend like each day is your last because one day it will be. I thought... You don't want to be saying those things, even if you think them ever so briefly. I believe in the power of intention and the power of our words and would encourage you and him, and this is what I do for myself, to banish those thoughts and not say the negative self-talk. I've heard people say, I must have Alzheimer's. I can't find my key, my car keys. You know, really? First of all, we're human. Come on. With our busy lives, with the amount of stuff that we have in our lives, I mean, it's, well, I lose stuff all the time and uh, not proud of it, but it just, you know, with moving and various things, it's just, you know, you'll misplace things at the least. And it's not because you're old. It's not because you have a memory problem. It's because you were forgetful in the moment, or you just didn't put it where you used to, or whatnot. Don't tell yourself you have Alzheimer's, or whatever, whatever. That's my, that's my thing, whatever. Anyway, so on the Not Old Yet podcast and videocast, we will have guests sometimes, not always, if we have really interesting people to talk to and interesting stuff to talk about, we will. But this is my movement and my journey through middle age and beyond. And I think that if our upcoming elections are any example, you know, we're going to have several contenders that are above a certain age. And we're going to have a new debate and a new dialogue about what it means to age beyond age 50. And I'm really excited to share it with you. 
And I think we have some very exciting things coming up. And please head over to notoldyetglobal.com and put your comments below. And we'll be seeing you soon. Best is yet.